Hi, I'm Sean Fedorko, the host of Your Money Counts, a Marquette Savings Bank podcast. Today, we are talking about buying a new home and utilizing a bridge loan. Of course, you know, someone out there, you might be ready to move into your new home, but haven't sold your current home yet. Having two mortgages, a little scary, maybe a little financially challenging, but there are options available to you. In order to talk about some of those options, I have the mortgage experts from Marquette Savings Bank here to talk about, well, how we can get you through this complicated process. In order to uh, get a little more familiar with the people who will be answering questions today, we are going to start with a little Know Your Banker segment. And I'm going to ask everybody to tell us who you are, what you do, and your favorite cartoon character. I'll start. Uh, my name's Michael Kitts. I'm a assistant manager downtown 920 Peach. I will have to go with Genie from Aladdin. Robin Williams knocked that out of the park. Absolutely magical. And I'm Kelly Pratt. I'm the branch manager at the Vernon Township office in Meadville, Pennsylvania. And my uh, cartoon character would be Foghorn Leghorn. That's yeah. fantastic. Good choice. <laughs> Hello, I'm Trisha Snook from the Steritania office, branch manager there. And I think I would go with Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. That's adorable. Okay, well, great. Okay, well, now we know the most important things about bankers that you could possibly want to know. Uh, and now we're going to just deal with, I guess, this sort of complicated home loan, bridge loan, multi-home process. So, okay, let's say uh, we'll set up the situation. Um, you know, I have found uh, my new home. I obviously don't want to lose the opportunity to buy this one, uh, but my current home hasn't sold yet, right? There's a little bit of chicken and egg problem. What are my options? What do I do? Trish? Yes, you certainly do have options. Uh, the bridge loan basically works in just the term, the way it states it. It bridges that gap between having the ability to have the money down on the new home that you're purchasing. So it allows you to bridge that gap and use that equity that you have built up in your home as a down payment on the new one that you're looking at purchasing. Okay, wait, take me through that kind of step by step. So I found the new home, I have my current one. I wanna use the equity, the value of my current home as the down payment toward my new one. But of course I haven't sold it yet, so I don't have that cash in the bank. You're saying what a bridge loan does is act as a loan, uh, which will become the down payment. And that loan is really based on, well, how much equity I have in the current house that I have. Correct. It is, it is your bridge from your current house to your new dream home. So does that mean that the maximum amount of the bridge loan is the value of equity that I have in my current home? How do you calculate that? It would be 80% of the appraised value of your current home less whatever mortgage balance you may already have. And that would be what you have to work with as down payment money, closing costs, that sort of thing. And you don't have to borrow the whole amount. Right. So you might have right. more equity available, but you, you're not required to take all of that equity out. You can borrow as much or as little as you need to complete the purchase transaction. Mm -hmm. So I might already actually have some cash in the bank that I plan to use for my down payment, but it's not enough. Um, let's say I wanted to make a 20% down payment so that I don't have to use uh, was a private mortgage insurance. Right. So I want to have 20%. I don't have it. Maybe I've got 10. In order to make up that last 10%, um, in order to have a full 20% down payment on the new home, I might use a bridge loan. Okay. Um, 
is there anything that would limit who could access them? You know, my credit score. I mean, what other what other qualifiers you're using? You know, eighty percent of the value of the home minus what I still owe on my mortgage is what I could access with a bridge loan. What else might limit what I could access on a bridge loan? Anything? It may be your budget. Um, obviously, you're you're going to. We have to base it on. You know, you're going to have two mortgages. Um, you're going to have the bridge loan and the purchase mortgage and taxes and insurance on both homes. So, you know, you've got to be within a budget yeah. um, wise so the to bridge, handle two both. Two electric bills, two gas bills. Mm-hmm. You know, you have utilities on on both houses. I mean, there's a little bit of, yeah, that, that budget is you're, – you're looking at two homes at the same time. So the, the bridge loan in calculating the amount that I can utilize takes into account how much money I'm going to be paying balancing two homes. What happens to the bridge loan when I sell the other house? So then I don't have that second mortgage. I don't have that second Correct. electric. What happens? The, it would be paid off with the purchase of your old home. Okay. So the bridge loan only lasts until, until you I sell own it. the home. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all very it. temporary. That's the, that's the nice thing. You don't have to think about it on a permanent basis that you're going to have two mortgages. This bridge loan is temporary that once your sells, you're – no longer will have that payment. Obviously, you want to have yeah. the electric bills, the gas bills, the taxes. That all will be wiped out, and you'll only have the new mortgage on your purchase. Okay, so it sounds like a, a bridge loan is meant to be as temporary as possible. Yeah. So what's too long? Is there some risk well, in holding it? Like that, your house just doesn't sell, right? Maybe maybe that's your fault. Maybe you you know you haven't marketed it well, or you just won't compromise on price. Maybe it's the market. You know, nobody's looking for your particular home. Uh, what kind of risks do I get into if this lasts maybe longer than I intended? That's actually uh, one of the nice things uh, about Marquette. Um, you know, ours ours does not have, you know, one of those banker terms called a, a balloon payment. Um, you know, you'll find some other uh, institutions out there that will, you know, they'll offer a year's payment, but they want it paid in full after that one year. Um, ours is a nice it's structured for the worst case scenario. It's a five-year interest-only payments, um, and after that, it just gets termed out and amortized over fifteen-year payments. So, in, in all in all, it's a twenty-year note, um, which alleviates some of that stress of, you know, hey, the market it didn't sell. You know, I didn't get it done this this year. You know, you ha- you get it is built in time and a little bit of wiggle room, which and is in addition to that too. There's no. Uh, minimum time. So if I've actually had a customer that only needed the bridge loan for two days. Oh, wow. Okay. They had the closing set up on theirs, but due to circumstances, they had to close on the one they were buying Mm -hmm. sooner than the closing on the one they were selling was happening. And it was only a two-day difference. So we don't have a prepayment penalty just because you pay it off in two days. We're not going to charge you for that any different than if you have it for two months. Okay. So what's the... Um, you know, what's the median time that people will utilize a bridge loan? Is it kind of most people use it for a couple days? Is it most people use it for a couple it months? It could be six months. It could be um, a year. Uh, I just had one not too long ago. And, you know, their house is on the market. It just hasn't sold yet. So, you know, it may be within the next six months. Do you have any examples? So I presume you've all done these through Marquette. You've probably worked with people. Could each of you give an example of a bridge loan? So, you know, we've talked about the abstracts, but, you know, tell listeners what someone has actually utilized this for or how. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, I have one that's actually working right now. Um, you know, they have the cash to close on their house, uh, so they're not utilizing the cash for that, but they are – you know, utilizing most of their cash assets to purchase the home. Um, they want to do some renovations to the house that they're purchasing. Uh, and I know that their, um, you know, their realtor has given them some pointers and, uh, you know, suggested updates for the home that they're going to list. So, you know, they're taking a bridge just to pay for those remodels and renovations ahead of time. So even though they've got cash, they're utilizing the bridge as a little bit more money that they can get access to now in order to do updates and hopefully maybe sell that home faster. Yeah. Okay. And like what Mike said, the 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 proceeds from the bridge loan, you can use it for your down payment, your closing costs on the new home, or if you've got extra to maybe do some renovations to the home that you're putting on the market to sell. Oh, so a bridge loan is not restricted to just being utilized for the down payment. That bridge loan could be used for any mm -hmm. part of the home mm -hmm. uh, purchase or sale right. process. Right. Right. Okay, interesting. Uh, Kelly, do you have an example of a client you've worked with who utilized one of these loans? Um, I do. Um, and I, th I just mentioned it. it. He just, they they had their, their first home and they found their dream home finally. And um, they utilized a bridge loan on the current home. And to get their, part of their equity out of it, uh, they didn't use all of it, uh, to use as use that money as their down payment on their dream home that they found. Oh, that's so, great. So, uh, yeah, it worked out really well. Trish, have you got a story? Anyone I, who's used this? Yeah, I think my uh, most recent customer that did it was actually doing a construction loan. So they used the bridge loan as down payment on land uh, and a construction loan. So they took the money out of that. They knew it wasn't selling yet because obviously they couldn't move into the right. new home they're building. So they did the bridge loan for the down payment and closing costs on the home that they were building. They knew they were going to have that bridge loan for a set period of time until their construction loan was completed. And then they knew that it would go on the market at that point. And okay, so this is interesting. Even if I'm not purchasing a home, I'm buying land and building my home, I can use a bridge loan really anytime I'm trying to get from one home to another, whether I'm building it on land that I've bought – Maybe the, I, I've got to buy a new home, but that new home isn't ready for me to move into yet. I might have to do substantial remodeling. So I couldn't even really sell my house to get the equity. So it doesn't really matter exactly what kind of purchase you're making, whether that's land and construction, whether that's a home you're going to rehab. But that bridge loan is for the transition between two. Yeah. Are there it's, any other constraints? It's a nice way to just tap into you know the equity that you've built in your home. And no other big constraints that anyone should know about? No red flags? I mean, it certainly isn't necessarily for everyone. I mean, I think the biggest, uh, I want to say, drawback in customers' eyes, I think, is the scariness of carrying two mortgages at once. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think once you can get by that hurdle and explain to them and show them that, you know, here's what you're paying on your current mortgage now, and the bridge loan is typically going to be most of the time less than what you're currently paying uh, because it is the interest-only option, then you you just have to kind of sometimes hold their hand and, and walk them through the situation and show them the way their budget is set up and explain to them really that it is temporary and that as long as you can get past this this period, you know, you'll be you'll be good to go. Well, like you were saying, Mike, you walk through that calculation of, well, you got two electric bills. Like, we got to make sure this is going to work for you because we don't want to loan you the money if you, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Last you thing I want you bills. to do is, you know, take this loan and, and default and, you know, to go down a, a, a 
deep spiral. Um, you know, but that is, you know, the, one of my recent examples was, was exactly that their you know, their payment, they weren't taking any money out for any, they didn't need any cash. Um, but what it did do is it dropped their payment on the house by like $400 a month. So that was comforting to them, you know, cause that payment is interest only when you're mortgaging out, you know, you, you have a principal and interest and it's amortized and, you know, so it was a good way for them just to cash flow, so it know, sounds, save that money. It sounds like in that case, you kind of were walking through a bridge loan as an option, not a necessity, correct? but as an option. So even if I don't think I need one, I can come sit down and say, hey, you know, I've already got my 20% down, but I want to maybe find a way to make this deal more favorable for yeah. me. And this is one of those tools that might help you do that. Okay, cool. Well, I know way more about bridge loans than I did at the beginning of this conversation. Thank you all so much. I, of course, am Sean Fedorko. This has been Your Money Counts, a Marquette Savings Bank podcast. You, of course, can go to marquettesavings.bank to schedule an appointment online, and you can meet with a loan officer face-to-face or talk to them over the phone. The Your Money Counts podcast is going to be coming back with more information, so tune in. Have a great day. Marquette Loan Officers are always available to answer any of your questions, either face-to-face or over the phone. If you want to schedule an appointment with them, go to marquettesavings.bank. You can subscribe to make sure you're always getting the latest episode of the Your Money Counts podcast downloaded to your phone. And please, don't forget to write us a review. This podcast is brought to you by Marquette Savings Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC.